Hi, Jill. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. You know, when I say I'm good, people say that nowadays, but really we shouldn't say that. We should say I'm, <laughs> I'm fine, fine, thank you. you. I'm yes. fine, thank you. It seems that uh, well and good and fine and it's all getting mixed up. Yes. Today we're going to listen to uh, part two of uh, the discussion that I had with Fraser some time ago about looking for work. There are a lot of uh, interesting phrases used here and we are going to talk about them. When you say job sites, you mean the websites that uh, advertise jobs? Yeah, stuff like workopolis.com, Jobshark, Monster, all the main ones uh, that you'll generally see around. They're pretty easy to find. And even the uh, not-so-publicized ones, they're virtually all the same, and they'll spit out a bunch of jobs. And you may think you're the perfect candidate, but (laughs) you won't even hear back from them. So it's a frustrating uh, method. I mean, I have had interviews through going through those sites. They've sort of been few and far between, and generally, it's it's tough to get a read on companies. Um, even you know, they may still have a website, but it, if you don't know anything prior about the company, uh, you might go and it may sound like the greatest job or the greatest company in the world, and then you go down there and uh, you can be disappointed. But <laughs> now, when you do uh, apply for a job. I guess you send in your standard covering letter and resume. Is there anything in particular you try to do? I've tried to specialize uh, the cover letter. Uh, The resume generally stays the same. Um, The cover letter, you know, if it's an outdoor position, maybe I'm applying for, I can sort of, you know, talk about that or my history involved in the outdoors, but you know, if it's a sales position and you want to talk how, uh, you know, you can relate with customers and experience-wise, you have that in that field. But, uh, yeah, you just want to specialize the cover letters, I think. What, in your experience where you have had interviews, what sorts of things are the interviewers normally looking for? What sorts of questions do they ask? Uh, our listeners have had the opportunity to hear the interview that I made with Fraser, mm-hmm. who came to see me and talked about his problems in finding work. And we've selected together a few phrases that we're going to talk about to help people. Um, I selected The first one that I selected is stuff like. Now, that's a bit colloquial, mm-hmm. but people are going to hear it. Our advanced learners... G- g- Give me some of your thoughts about how common this is and how good a phrase it is. It's very common, mm. and I think the, the phrase things like is right. mean, it means the same thing, right. and they're both used often. Mm-hmm. Um, shouldn't be used in writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can find a better word, mm-hmm. it's a good idea to do so. But right. um, it is very common to say, oh, it's stuff like... Stuff like this, stuff mm-hmm. like that, things like this, things like things mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. So here, stuff like workopolis.com, mm-hmm. job shark, monster, they all have something in common. Mm-hmm. So that's why you can say stuff like or things mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sure Fraser, if he were writing, because here we talk about his job interviews, he would never write on his resume or in any uh, formal writing. He would never use stuff like. Right. Like, what are you interested in? I'm interested in stuff like <laughs> running, this, running jogging, and other yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's, no. it's very much uh, colloquial and, uh, and 
to be avoided, even in a formal business meeting. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, a powerful word to no, use. No, no. If you're okay. just, if it's just, a, you're just having a conversation with friends, family, mm-hmm. whatever. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in a f- more formal setting, probably you should avoid it. Okay. Um, they're pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I just thought that uh, the word "pretty" mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on the surface, again. If someone hasn't seen this word before in this use, pretty means nice looking. Right. So what's that got to do with with quite? Because pretty means quite. Quite. It's quite easy to find. Quite easy to find. Mm-hmm. So as in every language, words gradually add on different meanings mm-hmm. that may not be related to their mm-hmm. original meaning. So here I just thought pretty easy to find. And easy to find is a phrase that's useful. And it's quite easy to find. Pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. And I think in English... In particular, there are so many words that have more than one, more than two meanings mm-hmm. even. So it's important to know the different meanings, mm-hmm. the different words. Uh, uh, you know, just to, uh, on that subject, we could say awfully easy to mm-hmm. find. We may not say awfully easy, but awfully, from the meaning awful, terrible, even the word terribly has the meaning of very exactly. under certain circumstances. Yes. Yes. So Even though the uh, the origin when you would normally think of it, it would mean something negative, something mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. It um, you can use it to mm-hmm. really emphasize something. Right. Like nowadays, there's a very popular word, awesome. Yes. Awesome. Uh, awe is is like uh, awe inspiring. Exactly. Which mm-hmm. means fear. Uh, almost. It's it's a wonderment, but fear uh, yeah. almost in a negative sense. Yeah. So we have to be very careful when we are reading in a foreign language. I find that I I read the words and I get the word-for-word translation, but then I have to be a little flexible Mm -hmm. to see just how are these words being used in this context. Actually, the next one is much the same. He talks about these different uh, job search websites, and then he says they're virtually all the same. So they're almost all the same. Right. There's very little difference between these different sites, mm-hmm. virtually. But the word virtually, I mean, we talk about the... Virtual world, mm-hmm. you know, being on, on the web and and um, doing things virtually. Right. And it almost has a sense of not real. Not real. Right. Yes, it's a virtual exactly. environment. It's yes. a virtual it's made up, classroom. Made-up, make-believe. Made make yeah. believe. So here again, uh, it's so important to learn words within the context of a phrase and then in in a larger context. Again, you know, at thelinguist.com, we say save these these phrases and these words, like the word virtually. If you save the word virtually, you'll get many examples that you have already been listening to. Mm -hmm. Then you will remember where you heard it or saw it the first time. And so your, your sense of the full scope of that word will gradually mm-hmm. increase. That's right. Okay. Uh, they'll spit out a bunch of jobs. So basically, they will generate a list. Much better. If you were writing, that's what you would say. Right. But Fraser was talking to me very casually. Right. So he spit out, and I think we can understand the imagery there that it's generating, mm-hmm. it's spitting out, mm-hmm. it's generating, mm-hmm. producing, yeah. giving you a lot of. That's right. And a bunch of, again, is one of these words like, you know, stuff like, it's not a very refined word, but it's a bunch. 
So it's 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 a Many, package. More than it's one. It's a heap. It's a heap. It's a heap. That's and I think we do use that all the time, just in common everyday right. speech. Yeah. Um, then there's hear back from them. You won't often hear back from them, so they won't respond. Right. Often, you will never. Exactly, and here again, it's it's the sense that that uh, if you apply to a a company that's advertised on one of these websites, uh, what Fraser is saying very often, they don't answer because right. they get so many applications. But instead of saying uh, they won't, but you won't get an answer from them, he says you won't hear back from them, which is again a bit of an image there of you. There won't be any any voice coming mm-hmm. at you because mm-hmm. in any case, he's not talking about somebody saying something to you or calling you on the phone necessarily, but even a. E- a reply, a, a of, reply any of any kind. You yeah. won't hear back from them. Yes. Okay. Uh, then there's, oh, they've been sort of few and far between. Right. That's that's a commonly used. Well, the sort of we kind of covered. It's mm-hmm. uh, that's a very kind people use a sort of filler. kind of. I mean, like fillers. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it is. They Jones. really don't mean anything. It's just kind of to give you a little more time to think. Yeah. But. Few and far between is very commonly used, and I think for a non-native speaker, that would be a nice phrase to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds very sort of uh, idiomatic, and it, basically all it means is few. Right. Or, or Not often. Not often. You know, you will, to, 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 it's not very often that they will reply. By the way, we should clarify one thing. In English, there are a number of words that can be pronounced more than one way. Jill says often, and I say often. Often. Yeah. And that I say often sometimes. It just kind well, of depends. I'm sure. It's like neither and neither. I <laughs> yes. think I say both. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this must all of this must be terribly confusing for people who are trying to learn English. So they say, who am I going to copy? Am I going to copy Jill? Am I going to copy Steve? But if I copy them, they say it two or three different ways themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's just too bad. So I think I think that would suggest that that. Um, People don't have to be so rigid right. in in thinking that they have to imitate one person mm-hmm. exactly right. to have the correct pronunciation. Because mm-hmm. you know, it, even within Canada and within the states, you will hear so many different types right. of accents. But but I would say though, Jill, that I agree with your point that people should not be so uptight about uh, even about their own accent mm-hmm. if they have a uh, you know a, a non-native accent. But by the same token. If they find a person whose intonation, whose voice, whose way of saying mm-hmm. things that they like, mm-hmm. whether it be Jill or Kate or Mark or anybody, yeah. or someone with an Australian accent or a Singaporean accent, it really doesn't matter. But if they're comfortable with that, mm-hmm. then they should really try to imitate that. Because mm-hmm. I think we need a model. Mm-hmm. Now, if they listen to someone else who's a little different, don't let that disturb you. But try to model yourself on one accent. Yeah. Uh, I found when I was learning French, if I was in Paris, I might speak a little more like a Parisian. If I went down to, you know, Marseille, I might speak more with a southern accent. So you are inevitably influenced, mm-hmm. but yeah. you kind of have to pick one that mm-hmm. you're going to model mm-hmm. yourself on. But be be aware of the fact that there will be a variety. Okay, here's a few more idioms. It's tough to do mm-hmm. something. It's tough. It's hard. It's hard. It's difficult. It's difficult. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. And if you were writing, you'd probably use the word difficult. Difficult. Yeah. And I think, too, for a non-native speaker, 
err on the side of the more formal word.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Then he says to get a read on companies. What does that mean? To to get an impression. To to.、Um, To know what they're thinking. Exactly, it's, I think so. It's hard to know. You don't. You're kind of always wondering. We often use the word "read" in that sense. To read people. Read people. Read、mm-hmm. people's minds.、Mm-hmm. Read people's faces.、Mm-hmm. Where reading is, it, it implies we're trying to get information, sort of beyond. Beyond what appears through on、signs. the surface, so maybe、Pardon? through signs, yeah. So maybe facial expressions or、right. or something, right? Not words, right? So here he talks about to get a read on companies, so that here's again something that happens quite often in English. What is originally a verb becomes a noun, and it goes the other way too.、Mm-hmm. What is was originally a noun has become a verb. Okay, but here we get a read on companies. Okay. What else does he say? And the next one is no, no anything prior about the company.、Mm-hmm. That's a little bit unusual, but prior means prior to the interview. Beforehand, he, yeah. Beforehand, prior. So、uh, again, Fraser saying if you're going to go into an interview, try and learn about the company、uh, before you get there. Yeah, I think I think、uh, it's. His sentence here is a little bit strange. A little bit strange, but、We、there will be strange、mm-hmm. constructions. Yeah, and you still need、speakers. to be able to do the meaning to、exactly. get the meaning of the the sentence out of it. So,、yeah. um, and then the next one is your standard covering letter and resume.、Mm-hmm. And I think that、um, often people would say cover letter.、Mm-hmm. So covering letter or cover letter, right? Both mean the same thing.、Mm-hmm. Your standard, your your regular, your your average cover letter and resume.、Mm-hmm. I mean, here、uh, f- the the reference is is to the idea that it's it's something that you, if you're applying for a job, you have to send out hundreds、mm-hmm. and hundreds of these.、Mm-hmm. So you would have a basic、mm-hmm. standard covering、mm-hmm. letter, and that is in contrast then to the next、uh, phrase is anything in particular.、Mm-hmm. Is there anything in particular?、Mm-hmm. So、something specific, specific or.、Mm-hmm. Something that is special that you want to mention above the ordinary, above the beyond ordinary. the standard. Yes. yes so yes. it's something in particular. Yes. Okay.、Um, I think the next one I'd go on to is how can you relate with customers to relate with people? I think we normally say relate to people. Yes. Relate to. I think I would. Yes. It's interesting that prepositions、um, cause a lot of difficulty for people. Uh, but even with English speakers,、mm-hmm. we sometimes are not always accurate, accurate、yeah. in our use of prepositions. But yeah, I would say re- you relate to people. Relate to people.、Yeah. But I can see that I, here he's not. I want to talk about how you can relate with customers. So Fraser is saying, beyond his、uh, you know academic qualifications, he has to create this impression that he has an ability to communicate well with people, to relate with people,、mm-hmm. to relate to people.、Mm-hmm. So it's it's okay. I think、mm-hmm. that use.、Um, I think that more or less covers it.、Uh, we will have lots of opportunity to talk about this uh, uh, content item, which is from our library、mm-hmm. at www.thelinguist.com.、Uh, I think it's an interesting one because everyone, at some point, or most people,、mm-hmm. at some point in their adult life,、mm-hmm. have to apply for a job. That's right. And so here we have a situation、uh, with Fraser, who who is of course a native speaker. 
uh, who ha- is going through this difficult period of looking for a job. We know there are many immigrants to English-speaking countries, and for them it can sometimes be more stressful mm-hmm. because it's not in their native language. So uh, this content is available at our library at The Linguist, www.thelinguist.com. Uh, we hope you will go there, listen to this uh, content item, and then listen to our discussion, which I hope provides a little bit of value added. Mm-hmm. Okay, And remember to work on your words and phrases to save them in our system, and uh, hopefully that uh, this will help you achieve your language goals. Jill, anything you want to add? Uh, no, just that we'll be continuing to talk about this content item in future podcasts. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, look for them. And we're going to stay with this particular interview for a while, but we are also interested in hearing from either members of the linguist or other people about the kind of content or what they would like to see in, in these podcasts. Okay. All right. Until next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.